Hey friends, welcome to today's edition of Save the Drama for Your Shama. I am not in my typical recording booth, so there may be some background noise. I do apologize for that. Um, so <laughs> it's been a couple months, right? Um, I started my season on the verge of the writer's strike, and I am in my second episode now because, of course, life got in the way, so it took some time for me to record an episode. Um, but now my union SAG-AFTRA is also on strike. So I just wanted to dig a little bit into uh, ultimately what's going on, especially if you're a person that is not a part of this industry um, and you want to know a little bit more. Um, of course, this is not for the individuals that are like, ha, these actors are finally getting their just desserts and they shouldn't make any money. This isn't for you because I know you're not going to get it. So it's totally fine. Um, so what has happened? So let's start at the beginning. Um, we know about the writer's strike. We know that the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers basically walked away from the table for the writers um, to negotiate a new contract that would um, pay more residuals to the writers, um, make sure that they have staffing minimums in their writer's rooms um, so that writers are not only able to work, but they're able to get promoted, they're able to get uh, their work seen, and also uh, not using artificial intelligence to write some of these scripts. Uh, mainly the issue with that is a lot to do um, with copyright issues and plagiarism. And I did say I'll get to an episode of that at a later date. I have a little bit more time on my hands now, although I am trying to get some things underway to make extra money since I'm not doing any acting work right now. Um, but it this is important. This is a crucial time. And so I want to make sure that I have the most stuff on record coming from the perspective of somebody that works in this industry. Of course, I do have a regular daytime job um, that I am working right now just to keep alive and pay the bills. But I just want to make sure that everybody knows what the hell is going on. And I'll be very brief. So, um, with the writers, like I said, that the AMPTP walked away from the table. So therefore, the WGA authorized a strike and they said, we are going on strike. That was about two and a half months ago. So it was time for our contracts to be negotiated. And of course, there was the issue with the Directors Guild, uh, who also had a contract negotiation going on, um, where they were able to come up with a contract and ratify the contract. Now, I'm not going to say anything particularly about the Directors Guild. I don't think it was a great contract. Um, and I feel like a lot of those measures were put in place to kind of bust up the strike and bust up the unions um, a little bit, but obviously SAG-AFTRA didn't go for it because there's too many issues, there's too many loopholes, and it even came to the point where 
um, our contract ended on June the 30th and they requested an extension, which SAG granted the extension and um, hoping to come back to the table and to be able to put the talks in right away so that we can get a proper contract, considering that a lot of it is just new ground. Um, as our president, Fran Drescher said, you know, a, a lot of our contract protections that are currently in place are from the 60s, back when it used to just be broadcast and network television. Um, and things have changed since then. We're doing everything by streaming. It's still kind of technically new media. Um, so we just don't have the protections in place for what we're dealing with currently compared to what we were dealing with even 10, 15, 20 years ago, right? So, um, so now one of the biggest points of contention besides the payment and getting these residuals is the fact, and this affects me personally, was that the studios had um, put out the plan to hire background actors like myself, because I'm primarily a background actor, and as much as I would like to do bigger parts and speaking parts, um, my bread and butter right now is through background acting. So they would have paid me for one day, one, one day of work, uh, to scan my image and use my likeness uh, for whatever that project is, and in perpetuity for any other project within that studio or within that pro um, production company um, without my consent, without paying me further, um, you know, for whatever they need my likeness for. And that's a huge problem because that not only does that just stop my work completely, that means I'm not getting any more background jobs after that, right? Like that's already an issue. Um, but also just, the simple fact that they could literally do anything that they want with my likeness. And as, as a person that is a cisgender woman, um, I identify as a woman that is an uncomfortable position to be in. Um, oh, sorry. My laptop is doing weird stuff. Um, but that's an uncomfortable position to be in. And that's not even saying that I would be against uh, working on a project where there's nudity involved. Like I would love to one day work on P Valley, like either as a background actor, day player, some sort of speaking part, like that would be a dream gig of mine. So it's not necessarily about um, having an issue with nudity as long as I consent to it. Um, I don't want to have my likeness used on a project that I did not agree to. And then just having people watch it and be like, oh my God, Chama, we saw like your full bare ass. <laughs> I didn't agree to that project. That's horrible. You know, so, um, uh, you know, there's issues like that. Um, also, just the fact that there is very little to no disclosure about the streaming numbers and um, how people are getting paid. There's recently an article that just came out about Orange is the New Black, which was the primary show that put Netflix specifically on the map and got them a lot of subscriptions and a lot of viewership, and they made a lot of money off of that show. And now you're finding out that the actors that performed on it were still working their day jobs 
while filming the show. And it was huge. It had like six seasons. It wasn't like it was just one or two seasons of a show and then they canceled it. Um, they, they had multiple seasons for people to make the most possible money off of and they were still broke and the problem is is that like especially with television and just a television model in general um that that wouldn't be a thing like if they had performed that show specifically for hbo you know what i mean not on netflix but like actually on a cable network they would have gotten way more money you know what i mean there would still be residuals anytime the episode plays um, you know, if it were to, you know, like they would get all sorts of money for that. Um, so that's the type of stuff that I'm talking about where it, it has become a huge, huge problem. And now the studios are trying to take advantage of the foreign markets, unfortunately, because they are not us based. Um, their contracts are completely different from ours, especially like in the United Kingdom, where uh, they're part of UK equity, and you're finding out that the British government mandates that they work on um, particular productions if you're contracted to do so. Um, and if they don't, it's a breach of contract. So they're not able to walk off of set. That's horrendous. You know what I mean? Could, could you imagine like you're an actor, you already know. And from what I'm hearing, the word on the street is, is that the United Kingdom is having much of the same issues as far as the residuals, the payment, the artificial intelligence that we do. So they have all the same concerns, but they're still contractually obligated to work on these productions. So like House of Dragons is filming right now and it, it doesn't have to pause filming specifically because those actors have a different contract. Um, and yet they're still being abused. Then you find out about the writer director of Squid Game in South Korea and the way that deal was garnered and it made Netflix a bunch of money, but he doesn't see any of it. Like he he get he got his initial deal and that was it. He doesn't get any residuals. There's no additional benefit for the work that he created um, that was such a huge hit. So this is ultimately what the fight is for. Um, and of course, because of um, everything that's going on, now there's a lot of changes because the actors are not going to be able to um, not only work on these scripted productions, and it is scripted compared to unscripted. So reality shows are totally fine. Game shows, video games, anything that's not part of the AMPTP contract and it has its own different contract is safe. Um, and of course, like, I'm still trying to figure out like what is covered and what's not. So I make sure that like, I don't get in trouble because I'm going to try and put out for as many of the commercials and industrial projects. And I even put in for a reality show today. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but like, um, you know, but everything else that's scripted and that includes promotions. So, um, San Diego Comic-Con that was coming up, all those actors had to pull out. You know, they can't even promote um, the projects that they're working on, whether it's past or present. Uh, you know, if they're the type of people that, like, make their money off of, like, giving autographs and photographs and stuff like that, they can't do it because they can't um, do the panels and such. Um, they can't be seen with the material that <laughs> that they worked on, if you, if you get my drift. Um, and like they can't promote anything on social media. 
can't do any press junkets, can't do red carpets. So things are about to get really barren coming up for like San Diego Comic-Con, the MTV VMAs, if any of the, like, which I get it, they're recording artists, but some of those recording artists are SAG as well. So they're not going to be able to show up on the red carpet. The Emmys, you may as well just put out a press release who won, you know, uh, fuck a show. <laughs> just, <laughs> just put out a press release and let us know who won. Because nobody's going to be able to show up on that red carpet. Nobody is going to be able to accept an award. Um, There's none of that. Even I, as a background actor, can't talk about, like, my past or present projects because I've worked on stuff. Um, And I even, like, gave out the notice to my family, like, hey, don't tag me anything. I can't talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I am on strike. So that's where we are now. This podcast is going to sound a little bit different because I'm going to talk a little bit more about the industry and also um, live theater productions and more written works that are not under the AMPTP um, because I am not touching anything that has to do with that. I'm just going to talk mainly about specifically about industry issues. Uh, So this season is going to get a a little wild compared to uh, seasons of past. And hopefully, I know I always make this promise, I'll put out more episodes. But I'm going to really try and put out more episodes because this is important stuff. And it is relevant to me um, as somebody that puts out the labor. So I'll talk more about this in the future. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. I love you and take care care.